Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So on the show today, Brian Vaisley, a very interesting guy, has studied personal development, has a website called theartofantiaging.com, has lots of blogs about anti-aging, and I liked his perspective on anti-aging because it wasn't about being against aging, it's being against the stuff that makes us feel bad about aging. So it was a very colorful and fun uh, show, so I look forward to you, uh, uh, look forward to the entertainment you get out of today's show. So let's get into it. Well, Brian Vaisley, welcome to the show today. Glad to have you on. Well, I'm excited to be here. This should be fun yeah. and worthwhile. <laughs> and yes, definitely. And we're, we're really excited to share what you have to share with us today with our listeners. I love your, your mission. It says, my overall mission has been to help people bypass physical, emotional toxins that drag them down and in short, live long and live remarkably well. And I think that's very well stated and very well said. So kind of what does that mean, you know, as we lean into that, um, what does that mean to you, I guess, live long and live remarkably well? Sure. Um, so I've been in health, wellness, um, success, personal growth, all of these areas now going, you know, well over two decades, two and a half decades now, really. Wow. Um, and, you know, based on working with some of the top doctors in the world and researchers, um, you know, some of the um, deepest researchers out there in different spheres, um, I, I can sum up, um, I guess we'll call it my own findings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and I've, I've specialized in different areas, certainly healthy aging and longevity being one of them. But uh, what I've discovered is that it's a simple equation to be healthy, to be happy, to live long, to be successful at whatever it is you want to be successful at. It is really all about what you allow inside of you, your being, we'll call it, Mm -hmm. and what you strive to keep out. Mm. That's that's the general equation right there. A lot of people hear that, they may nod, they may, you know, get it in principle, but many of us all of us really don't always practice it. It's not the easiest thing, but it's something to keep at the forefront, you know, to write down is what I recommend to people because no matter what you are consuming, it has an impact on you. Mm-hmm. And the question is, is that going to be a positive impact, a little positive, extensively positive, or is it going to have a negative impact? What you allow inside your mouth, your onto your skin, into your brain via your ears and your eyes. So it could be the media that you're mm-hmm. consuming, the food you're consuming, the f- products that you're consuming by putting them on your skin, which by the way is indeed consumed, um, the products that you're using around your house, which are also consumed. Whatever it is, we ought to strive you know, to be ever more conscious about is the stuff that this is composed of potentially at least neutral for me, sort of good, very good, great, or not so good or terrible. Right. And that, that goes for virtually everything. It's about what you allow inside of your being, what you keep out is what you are going to be. Right. Thank you for listening to the Bright Vibe podcast today. We've got a special event coming up here shortly, July 12th through the 16th, called the Global Happiness Summit. And we're bringing resources from around the country together to talk about happiness and what that means and how to have more of that in our lives. Go to brightvibe.com, B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com for more information about the Global Happiness Summit. And we look forward to seeing you July 12th through the 16th. It's very complex, but it's very simple the way I see it. I mean, because I think in... in, in in reality, it's exactly that, right? We've had many guests come on the show. We've had, uh, we had uh, the Blue Zone guy on, uh, Dan Butner, um, yeah. last month. And, you know, he talked about the number one thing you can do to add life or add longevity and happiness is actually move to an environment that's already living longer and happier. And I was like, what? I mean, and as he said that, it was kind of shocking because I was like, what? But then at the same time, I'm like, well, that we, 
we, we are physical beings. We, we put ourselves in situations, right? And, and those, I mean, right. we're the ones that have the ability to put ourselves in front of a TV that's, you know, CNN or MSNBC all day. And, and that's going to take away happiness, I'm assuming, usually media and news. Absolutely. and Right. <laughs> and Absolutely. And it's about sources, too. Yeah. What you're talking about with um, with Dan is um, it's the people. You know, you're, you know, in a way, you are consuming the people that you are around. Right. Uh, certainly the environment, and he's also talking about, I'm sure, climate, but mm-hmm. the habits of the people that you are around become your habits or are right. more, far more inclined to become your habits. Mm-hmm. So, indeed, if these, you know, folks uh, in the Mediterranean or, you know, in Japan are eating healthier diets and they're walking, you know, mm-hmm. uh, every single day up and down the street or wherever they're walking versus driving everywhere, you're more inclined to do that. That that That's a perfect example of what right. I'm talking yeah. about. Right? And so I'm, I'm always curious at the backstory. I love the backstories of the guests that come on the show. Like, what in the world? You didn't just, I mean, you, what... What in the world made you start to go down this path? Because usually it's a pretty interesting story <laughs> um, yeah. of like, wh- why, do you, why, do you, why do you care to help other people uh, like figure this out? What, what in your life was the catalyst, I guess, for propelling you down this path of kind of figuring out happiness or figuring out health? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, a good question, a kind question to ask. Thank you. And uh, yeah, yeah, so today... I am uh, the founder, and I guess we'll call it the voice in the face over at the art of anti-aging. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean anti uh, against aging. That's ridiculous. It means against, and this will sound familiar after only talking a few minutes to me here, against all the nonsense myths out there about getting older oh. that really hit people hard, but especially women. So mm-hmm. you turn 40 and the joke goes, you're over the hill, right? Right. But it's not just a joke because the way that aging is portrayed still today in you know western society is that it's the beginning of the end Mm -hmm. that it is indeed over the hill that it's time to start dying that it's time to start suffering that you're you know and people adopt this belief by and large Mm -hmm. they should not but many do Mm -hmm. oh i'm supposed to look like crap i'm supposed to feel like crap increasingly i'm supposed to lose my memory here's the fact again i have i have worked with for helped um uh, so many, you know, doctors at this point in my career now, um, really good people who are digging in deep and and, and are not just following the, uh, we'll call it the typical medical establishment right. model, but are going beyond that mm-hmm. in terms of natural approaches and other areas as well. And bigger picture, you know, the mind body aspect of things. And what I have seen over decades of research, decades with them is the opposite's the truth. Um, you know, as, as you get older, these ought to be the time of your life, really, the time mm-hmm. to thrive. Mm-hmm. And you don't, it doesn't have to mean you're going to get aches and pains and sick and, and, you know, terrible wrinkles all over your body. It doesn't mean that. It's just that the mindset we've adopted is that. So how did I land? Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I've been now for the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. Again, prior to that, I, I, I suppose you can call me a, a brand in personal growth mm-hmm. focused on um, the most important experiences that we can have. And prior to that, you know, I can go back and back and back. So my road's been interesting because um, it's, it's, I've been led, I guess you could say in a way. However, here's my story in brief. Mm-hmm. I'm 52 and you can basically cut my life in half. And the first half of my life was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through, you know, we all do. And, and I sh- certainly had my fair share of, of hardships, let's right. just say. So when I was, when I was young, uh, my dad was a very good man until my age of nine, when he turned severely alcoholic and severely abusive to me, right. to my sister, to my mother. Now his, uh, his story, you know, wouldn't even be believable in a novel. He was a World War II veteran who yep. uh, was a spy for the U.S. Mm-hmm. He was in Germany, you know, in bunkers, spy, as a spy for the U.S., right. saw things. He met this, well, I can go on and on with stories of his life. He, he met a woman, fell in love early on, in, you know, in, in that period of his life. She turned out to be a Russian spy. Oh they were going to get married after the war, and then she was disappeared. This is just one of a sequence of events in this man's life that were tragic. Now, he right. had some good in his life, too. He was previously married to my mother, um, so I had a, 
a brother. I was only three years old, and this boy was 13 and was hit and killed. My dad had to oh, deal with that. Right. And on and on. You know, there, there's all kinds of circumstances. But in those days, you know, we, we do live in good times, by the way. A lot of people need, you know, perspective to understand that. Because in those days, when you went with, dealt with issues like that, you didn't have counseling. You were right. looked down on as crazy. Uh, you know, only crazy people went to therapists. So right. he never really effectively dealt with all of these deep things. And long story, really short, took it out on the bottle and took it out on us. And so I had a rough patch, uh, you know, uh, you know, growing up uh, around the age of nine on to, you know, basically. So to his credit, he kicked the alcohol um, years later, but he was still very angry. Mm-hmm. And then he got sick, severely ill um, and was in and out of hospitals, dying for the last 10 years of his life. And we were right there with him. So, by the way, I got to witness a lot of the. I'll just say it outright, the ineptness of the medical system, mm-hmm. um, you know, during that period too. So a lot of my awareness came through being in so many hospitals, uh, so many days and nights. So he, you know, he, he did pass away. Um, I was a very, I became a very young father myself, mm-hmm. uh, struggled hard, super poor. I was living, you know, in a in studio apartment in a, in a bad part of the city, with mice visiting me and my wife and, and my baby son on one, you know, single uh, twin mattress wow. at night, you know, super right. poor. But to, you know, to our credit, I guess I'll say, you know, I still pushed through. I had worked full time. I went to college full time during that period, started with community college. And, you know, we worked our way through. Um, but I was very down and, and, and depressed. And one thing, long story short here, um, one consistent thing that kept me alive literally because i had my moments Mm -hmm. um was powerful women powerful women in my life Mm -hmm. um and i was raised by uh powerful women i guess i'll say my mother my sister um you know today i have a a, you know wonderful very strong wife and uh powerful women kept me alive kept me going in that period when i really you know wanted to literally give it all up (laughs) on more than a few occasions i had some wonderful female teachers as well so there was this pattern in my life um where you know fast forward years later now i could have taken any you know multiple different roads but i saw the impact of this mindset of what people are consuming regarding aging, meaning it equals the end. And I'm like, that doesn't jive with reality. So it's kind of in honor of these powerful Uh women, especially that that messaging hits them the hardest with Mm -hmm. this nonsense, excuse me, nonsense, frankly, about aging. But I'm like, you know what, I'm going to share just simply share the truth here. You know, it's giving people the better food, so to speak, meaning here's the facts about, um, eating well and what to avoid and what really you know to consume so to speak <clears throat> including you know for your mindset for your body um because you should thrive at this period of life and, and that's where i'm at today with the art of anti-aging the big following over there mm-hmm. it's just giving people at the end of the day a lot of the facts that were you know that that i guess typically we don't hear about but you know they're true there's so many things that people can do um to help them thrive and you know it gets buried because of all this noise out there um which is largely let's just be honest i mean perpetuated by uh in my view media mm-hmm. no matter what your political inclinations right. yeah, yeah, yeah. feels like today I, I love what you're doing mm-hmm. because because what you're doing is uh far more high integrity than any major media out there almost today period oh, thank you we it appreciate is. that yeah. And it's true, and, and folks like you, um, because they're all they're all corporate controlled. A lot of people forget, you know, if whether they're, uh, you know, they hate Fox News or they hate CNN, <laughs> right. you know, these two ends of the spectrum or anything in between. If they're in one camp or the other, everyone needs to remember those are corporate entities, and their one and only real job is to their shareholders, right. and so they're going to feed you what escalates their ratings their revenue and makes their shareholders happy that's just the way it is you know i'm not saying i'm pro against but right. that's yeah, the no. reality yeah. of the situation right. so in that environment people are not hearing so much of the good news right the things that can truly help them the things that uh, ought to make them thrive in life they're not getting enough of the good food because they're falling for the crap mm-hmm. all this all this bad news well there is and let's not you know i don't want to make it seem like there's not horrible things going on in the world there certainly are but 
there's an equal if not greater amount of great news out there every single day small things it just doesn't get the media attention because it's you know if it bleeds it leads right old, yeah yeah, yeah. Know, right the old and, news, and it right. still stands today you right. know it just won't get attention so boy somehow that's my story i, <laughs> I love it <laughs> i love that i love your passion and i always you know i'm always so fascinated because i find the people that typically want to help others the most are the people that have typically suffered more than most um, and certainly your story, I think, is uh, an example of that, that, you know, you're really driven to help people from a very deep, um, true place. It's not a, you, you know, you're not motivated just, just by, you know, finances or just by success or whatever. I mean, there, there's a, you, you got a reason to be alive in your own, and you're on purpose. And I love, that's why I love the show. That's why I love doing these shows. I mean, no matter what I'm feeling before I walk in the studio, you know, I always feel better at the end of at the end of these shows, because it's like, I, I just get to talk to such inspiring people that are living in their purpose. They're living on purpose. They're living with passion. And it doesn't mean that they don't have challenges and, you know, bumps along the road too. That's part of living life. Right. I mean, it's not about, uh, as you're, you're, you know, you kind of said earlier, it's not about kind of living in this fantasy land that there's nothing wrong or nothing right. going on out there. In fact, a lot of your passion and purpose is about how to offset some of the misinformation or information that's maybe outdated would be another way to say it you know obviously everything's been upgraded but how do you get that how do you get the word out about stuff like you're doing that's just really upgrading people's physical physical environment i mean i think you're in the anti-aging space but to your point about anti-aging it's really anti-misinformation about aging that's right and so how do you how do you get the word out how do you because a lot of that does go to happiness it does go to fulfillment it does go, i mean all those things right if you're if your body physically is fighting toxins. Well, and I also, you know, in the healthcare business, I own nursing homes and assisted living centers. And I tell you when at the, you know, when you're in your seventies or eighties or nineties or whatever age you're at and your health is deteriorating, nothing else matters, right? There, there, nothing else matters. I mean, I, I had COVID this, you know, when we went through this whole thing and I tell you when I had COVID, nothing else really mattered. I was just like, you know, when I had work didn't matter and, stuff outside my house didn't matter. It was really just my family and myself. And, and that's kind of what mattered to me in that, in that moment. So, so kind of what is your, what do you focus on now as far as education, helping people? I mean, what, for this show, for our listeners, what would be a couple things that you could say, Hey, these are some things you could do today immediately, or at least be aware of to educate yourself to, to start to shift to a happier place. Cause I totally agree. I think we, we have gotten to a point as a community or as a society where we're just taking in too much garbage. So, yeah. <laughs> right. And oh, so, yeah. and which is going to make us unhappy. I've got, I've, you know, I've got friends that, that sit there and watch the news, you know, whatever channel it is, they watch the news all day long. And when I'm around them, they just bitch and complain and whine. And it's the world, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And so a couple of years ago, I just went, you know what? I'm going to not watch the news anymore. If it's so important, somebody's <laughs> going to tell me, right? I mean, right. throughout the course of my day, if, if, yeah. if there's a tornado, I live in Kansas, so if there's a tornado coming, somebody's going to tell me that there's a tornado coming, or I'm going to hear the <laughs> sirens, right? I don't have to watch the news to hear that. So kind of right. what, what are some things that you typically are, for people just starting out or just having awareness around that, kind of what are some things you would recommend? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And you know, it really does come down to um, how you feel mm -hmm. after doing anything is a great way to assess, you know, the value of that thing. It doesn't work in all cases, not necessarily, but in most. What I mean is ask your friends if you're able to, and I'm sure this won't, you know, I think it takes more cataclysmic events sometimes with some people to, to really, you know, be convinced that what they're doing is not necessarily good for them but nonetheless it's an interesting exercise to ask people pay close attention to how you feel after you engage in something and walk away from that thing let's talk about since we're talking about emotional health really right mm -hmm. now and mm -hmm. i'll go into other avenues too but in terms of emotional health when you sit down and you watch that news and you step away how do you feel it's clear how people typically feel. They right. feel agitated, frustrated, scared, right. angry at other people. And there's all that negative emotion. And then it's just a really, it's trying to apply some common sense and say, how do you think that if you repeat and repeat and repeat that pattern, what is that going to do to your own 
health, right. your own sanity, your own inner peace, your own productivity. If nobody cares about anything else and people just want to get rich, Mm-hmm. that's hurting you too. If you cared about nothing else, you're not going to be nearly as productive when you're dragged down by anger, um, rage, fear, and all the emotions that that sort of thing perpetuates. So pay attention to how you feel after doing things. It, it's the same with food, right? Mm-hmm. Eat. Who does, you know, many people, we all love, not we all, but many people love the taste of fast food. That's why it's so popular and the fact that it's super cheap. Mm -hmm. Well, it's manipulated that way. There are scientists doing that because what they're doing is they're manipulating food to appeal to your basest, you know, um, uh, your your taste buds, you know, the uh, umami feel, the mouth feel, and all the satisfaction of the salt and the sugar and all that. It's very carefully engineered. You know, there's scientists who do that. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, in the moment, it's going to feel really good. But how do you feel? 10 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes, you know, whatever it may be later. Um, a lot of people are tired and, you know, they feel kind of <laughs> dragged down right. by that. Pay attention again to how you feel. This is the, that whole conscious mm-hmm. aspect of things is, is if you want to succeed at anything, pay attention to what you are allowing into you, like I said at the very start, mm-hmm. in these regards. Now, there are some areas where, listen, again, I've been in this 20-some years, and I was, I was working with... Um, what were considered then either um, advanced cutting edge doctors or quacks, depending on who was doing the <laughs> right, right. And what they were talking about 20, even 20 years ago was mm, processed foods might not be very good for you. <laughs> this excess amount of sugar is something you want to watch. And I remember back then, quacks, quacks, you're right. crazy. You know, they wouldn't, uh, you know, and now people are suggesting things like maybe you shouldn't put um, these chemicals on your skin called deodorant and, um, you know, a- aging creams or whatever it might be because they're full of toxic, you know, synthetic chemicals. Right. And now today you still have the same people or the same type of people, quacks, quacks, that's crazy. They wouldn't put stuff in those products if it wasn't, you know, if it was bad for you. These are the same sort of people mm-hmm. that were shouting quacks about this food message years ago, mm-hmm. all right? Why they do that, whole nother conversation, I don't even know half the time, and it's just certain, <laughs> right. you know, certain human nature aspects of things. But the point is, is, is that there are there are areas now that have been, you know, more, I guess we'll call it exposed to pay attention to. I right. think a lot of people, not all people, not enough yet, but many people are on board with, you know, the food message. Right. That doesn't make it easy to do. Mm-hmm. Awareness and practice are two, two very different, different things. <laughs> right. and, yes. and we all struggle. Listen, I mean, I'm, I've been in this and, you know, it's still a struggle because who doesn't like stuff that tastes really good? Right. You know, a lot of sugary stuff or whatever. But we're aware. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily good for us. We ought to be eating more of the green leafies and less of the you know processed salt, salty you know mm-hmm. greasy stuff and all the you know mediums in between. The point is that we, as a collective, are more aware of this today and it's more accepted. Okay, organic makes sense, especially in some cases, and you know avoiding process makes sense. Fine, but then there are other areas where people will be resistant today to the message or they just don't know it yet those are areas where it's my latest focus Mm -hmm. i try you know i try to put my attention because again i just like you said i mean i'm like wow you could be so much healthier so much Mm -hmm. happier so much more successful whether i want to or not some would call that an empath or empathetic Mm -hmm. i think it's simply because i was raised you know by Mm -hmm. powerful women again who just were very empathetic and it just you know uh, rubbed off on me right. for a better or worse. Uh, but I'm just, I just feel that with people. I'm like, wow, you know, there's some s- relatively simple things you're doing that are destroying you, destroying your productivity. We talked about the media they're exposing themselves to. And it also comes down to products and things that they breathe in and use every day. Um, we're, we're with products that we put on, we'll call them cosmetics and personal care products. Okay. Boring to some people, but listen, the average woman uses 12 personal care products a day and on average, those contain 168 different chemicals. Mm-hmm. That's something that people are, are putting on their body every single day. They are literally thousands of potential toxins in these ingredients mm-hmm. that are allowed, especially here in the U.S. In the European Union, they banned over 1,300 different chemicals. Here in the U.S., 11, only 11 have been banned. Hmm. 
That should be a, a message for people. If you are putting stuff on your body, I don't care again if it's deodorant, perfume, anything that you're putting on your body. This is the one of the next waves of consciousness, I guess we'll call it out there, that's just starting to really, mm-hmm. you know, you're starting to see some awareness on labels and things like that. But um, you are eating these foods. These are foods. Most of what you apply to your skin gets absorbed into the body. In other words, you're eating it. Mm-hmm. And it's designed to, and in the case of many of these products, of course it is. You know, it wouldn't have any kind of effect if it didn't right. get absorbed. But if the mo- I can bore you with the science here, but if the molecules are small enough, it gets into your body. And most of these are designed, otherwise, you know, they're just sitting on the surface of your skin, not doing anything, right? right. Do you really want to allow these synthetic and known toxic and potential toxic ingredients into your body? Of course you don't. I mean, what happens is it's not. Um, you know, the companies behind this know, you know, short term, they're trying to avoid any easy associations. So they're not going to feed you some, you know, so, um, you know, some arsenic or something that's going to hurt you right, right away. Right. It is instead the fact that you're uh, 168 different chemicals per day on average, as I just noted for um, for women and the cumulative effect of that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take very long for that to have an impact on how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, if people have symptoms, for example, listening right now, and they've always not been able to pinpoint, well, why, why am I tired all the time? Why, why do I have little dizzy spells? Um, you know, I would suggest cutting out you know, all the cosmetics just two weeks to see what happens, for mm-hmm. example. It's a powerful source of these. Many people don't know this. Another area that we could switch over to very similar to that cleaning products in the home. Mm-hmm. Boring maybe to some people, but listen, you know, we use, you know, several to dozens of these in our homes and we're in these enclosed spaces called our homes for 90% of our life mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be outside a lot more as beings, as human beings, but we aren't. We're inside and the pandemic didn't help that cause, did it? Um, so we're inside, you know, our homes 90% of the time these days in our lives, breathing in what has been shown uh, you know, to be far more polluted air inside the home than outside mm-hmm. homes. Same thing. You're consuming that. Mm-hmm. You question the source of these things that you're allowing inside your body. And to, you know, let's just say there's some I'm just going to throw it out there, uh, you know, 28-year-old young woman or young man, and and what they're really concerned about is just they want to be successful in their career. To believe that this doesn't matter to them is completely untrue because like you pointed out, your health, Mm -hmm. including your mental health, your clarity of your brain, the amount of energy you have on a daily basis has everything to do with your success no matter what it is. And it has everything to do with allowing or not allowing these things that we're allowing inside of us, inside of us. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and, you know, for me, it started, you know, probably 15, 20 years ago and it started, I started, you know, small and it would just became, I mean, it, it's refined over the years, right? It didn't, it wasn't like I went from, and I think for listeners, it wasn't, it was, nobody goes, well, typically I won't say nobody, very few go from having a traditional kind of upbringing in life and eating traditional foods and fast. And I, when I say traditional fast food, stu- cultural <laughs> stuff that's in our culture. Right. And then all of a sudden they switch over and a hundred percent of their diets, this, you know, now all organic or for, right. right. It, for me, it was kind of like the first time somebody said, Hey, uh, the deodorant contains aluminum. All <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and I went, what? And they said, yeah, and you're putting that right on your skin, right, in a very sensitive area that absorbs a lot of toxicity. If you're, I mean, if you put whatever you put there, it kind of absorbs, right? And I was like, really? I was like, huh, that's weird. Well, I'll stop doing that, right? And so I yeah. went and sourced deodorant, and now there's tons of choices for deodorant. Even back then, there was like, you know, two or three. Now there's, yeah. you know, 50 different or more different deodorant. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that it just became a process of more of, upgrading things. I always look at it as I'm upgrading or up-leveling my life versus eliminating. I mean, for me, it was kind of like, okay, if I'm going to stop uh, doing this thing, then what's the better version of that? You know, it's, you, got it. you know, it's not like I quit eating chips. It's just, I got a lot 
like a cracker that's not processed as much as that three ingredients or four ingredients that's made with organic stuff, right? Versus, versus Doritos, right? It went from, <laughs> but that was a, but it was kind of a, every area of my life. It was, and it still is right to this day, my wife and I with our kids, I mean, we're super focused. It's not, we're not extremists by any sense. We're not living, you know, in a tent out on the lawn or, or you know, or whatever, but, but, but we do consciously think about, and my wife loves to study and read stuff, but we're constantly thinking about, okay, what, you know, if, it, to your point, if, if these things are making us uh, feel sick, even at a subconscious level, then that's going to drain some of our happiness. That's going to drain some of our energy. So, you know, we experiment with stuff all the time and tweak this and tweak that and look and say, oh, okay, yeah, what if we added this supplement in or, or you know, that we know from a good source or we eliminate this type of food? Yesterday, we were having a whole text conversation about... Um, about uh, a drink that was kind of all natural. And so we had to dive into, she, really my wife, dove into the what's all natural mean. Because, right, that's a big catch-all for stuff oh that's my. not necessarily natural, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of like all natural is kind of a way of saying, well, we can put about whatever we want into it because it came from, at some point, the earth. Well, everything came from the earth at some point. <laughs> yeah. We're not grabbing stuff from space, right? <laughs> I mean, so, 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 yeah, I think, and so... Because I think I, I had gotten overwhelmed in the beginning. I think some people do feel overwhelmed with, like, where to start. And I think, as we've talked about here, cutting back on news, starting to maybe read or study a little bit more about, like, what you're talking about. What are we putting on our skin? What are we putting on our body? There's alternatives that are a lot more accessible today than there was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago for all of yeah. these things, right? It's not like they don't exist. It's not like you're going to have to go from you know, your toilet to a composting toilet today, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, so it, it's, uh, and people like you and companies like you have are, are bringing that education to the forefront and saying, hey, here's, you know, if you're putting this on your skin, here's something that's better because we've, you know, we're sourcing it better. We're making sure it doesn't have these things and you're going to have similar, probably even better effects from it because it doesn't have all this, um, stuff that's going to come back to bite you in five years or 10 years, right? Yeah, or even a year. Right. <laughs> yeah, in some cases. And, you know, you, you bring up a wonderful point. Um, you know, because there are people who, who embrace this so vehemently that they then get worried and overwhelmed by right. it. Yep. And, and I will try, you know, talk to those people and say, listen, your worry is even worse Was than that. The right, right, exactly. That's not the point here. Mm -hmm. The point is, it is a journey. The point is, it is a step-by-step -step process. And the beautiful thing is, is that any step that you take is it often has more benefit to you than most people imagine. Right. <clears throat> Let's talk about, I guess we're on, you know, we're talking about the skin aspect of things. Mm -hmm. So we'll stay on that for a moment. Um, you don't, when I say stop for two weeks, I'm just saying to see yep. the impact. I'm not advocating no more cosmetics and personal care products of it. There's some great ones out there. I mean, um, that are clean and, you know, but in that regard, <clears throat> if you are going to make changes, I usually tell people the closer it is to your skin or the more you're putting on your skin and the, and the longer it's sitting on your skin, the, if you're going to take it step by step, those are the first ones I would change. I might change deodorant, which you brought up, right. be the very first step yep. of all. Right. Try to go to a clean one because it's sitting there in a sensitive part of your body, like you said, all day long, every day. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to the creams and stuff you're putting on. They're sitting on your skin all day or all night, those mm -hmm. two. Shampoo, sure, it's loaded with stuff. And don't get me wrong, you know, it's making contact and some residue is sitting there. But if I was going to go in order and just right. take a step up, I would like change my shampoo later. I, the right. stuff that's sitting on my skin all day. Mm -hmm. There's just some common sense. And, and, and you can apply that same aspect to the products you use inside your home. Mm -hmm. If you're spraying, you know, the, the uh, a lot of these air fresheners are terrible. They're <laughs> with garbage. Yeah. And, you know, if you clean your toilet once a month and you're using something bad there, and but you're spraying, right. I'm not going to name brands, right. you know. Right. That brand or those brands around your house every day, cut the cut that out first. Right. If you're going to take it step by step, because right. you're only using that toilet. I mean, I don't know how often people clean their toilets. Was that a bad example? <laughs> no, that's but, a good know. example. It's a good example because it, it's the exposure, right? I mean, yeah. that's what we're talking about. If you're exposed right. to it so every it day just, or regularly, yeah. look at that first and say, is yeah. this good and, for and me or not? Anything, anything, anything that you're consuming, right. you can't change it all overnight. Don't sit there and worry about doing so. Oh my God, now I know that there's all these horrible chemicals, thousands of them literally allowed in these products. I have to change it all. No, you don't. Right. Just step, 
step, little more, little more has phenomenal, your body, you know, or your brain, if it's in the case of, you know, the people or the media you're consuming, um, you know, thanks you in a big way when you do that, you know, I mean, again, if you're, if you're, while you're cutting out, you know, um, cosmetics for two weeks, try cutting out media for two weeks, the major media. Right. Yep. I'm, I'm kind of tongue in cheek because it don't do both at the same time necessarily. But but point is, try it. Yeah, yeah. Try and see how you feel when you say what you did, which is I am not going to watch any of those news programs. Certainly not the nightly local news, but I'm not going to watch any of these programs mm -hmm. for two weeks. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have a fear factor. You know, then I won't know what's going on, like you said. Right. But yeah, you will. Like you said, if there's anything important enough, it'll find it. Especially in this day and age, right. you know, we all yeah, have these cell phone things. They're called, yeah. and, and somebody will inform you of it. You'll, you'll find a way if it really matters to you. But step away from all that. Kind of do a cleanse, mm -hmm. you know, of your psyche, of your mind, and see. Pay attention to how you feel. Mm -hmm. I would fathom to say you're going to feel pretty good, or certainly better, better. than you felt in a while, right. unless you know some major, you know, personal life experiences in the way. Of course, I mean, but by and large, most people are going to feel much better. That's a message. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, you know, maybe I should indeed not be allowing that stuff inside of my being. So. Right. And and I think your point's valid in that, you know, and I, we've had other guests. Amy Moran comes to my mind. She was a guest early on when we um, when we started uh, this version of the show. And she talked about she did 21 day challenges, but just with herself. So she'd say because yeah. she said, I can do anything for 21 days, but then I can always go. So so that way you're your subconscious or or maybe even your conscious doesn't think well i'm just going to go cold turkey it's to your point try stuff right it's like you know cut out this food for two weeks or cut out media for two weeks and then you can always go back there's you know it's like well if you you know if it didn't make a difference then it didn't make a difference to you right yeah. i mean some people it affects differently so again i think that was and for me it became a game right it became once i started having fun with it and i started feeling better then it was like well, gosh, what else can I find that I that makes me feel a little bit better, or maybe a lot better? I remember I did a you know a seven day uh, detox fast, and man, at the end of that seven days, I was on fire. I had more energy, I had more vitality. I was like, my mind was super clear, and I just felt happy. And, and then, as I started reintroducing foods back in, I noticed that some of these foods affected me. That I was like, oh my gosh, that I never, I didn't know I was allergic to to gluten and wheat before. Right. I just yeah. never had a clue because I always ate it. And then, yeah. then once I came off the detox and I ate a, like a dinner roll and I was like, got all stuffed up. And my, I was like, huh, maybe something's going on there. Maybe I'm actually, maybe the food. And that was some, one of the first times I started relating that food was causing things to happen in my body. It wasn't just a fuel. It wasn't just calories. Right. I mean, yep. a lot of times I think, you know, because of some of the science over the years, it's like a calorie is a calorie. And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> you know, calories, not just a calorie. Eating no, an orange not. is different than eating a candy bar. Those calories yes. aren't the same <laughs> calories, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah. And so for, I, I would certainly encourage people listening that it's not a all or nothing. It's not a cold turkey. It's have fun with it. Because to your point, if you don't have some fun with it, then the worry about it's going to cause more damage to your psyche than not doing it at all. Right. So yeah, yeah don't, don't make it a try not to make it a heavy thing, make it a game. Like when I go to a restaurant, it's a game for me. I look at the menu and 80, 90% of the menu, I just know that I'm not going to eat. So it's kind of like, cool, which thing do I get to eat? Right. What, what's my, you know, what's on here that I haven't tried before that I get to eat because I know that's going to give me more energy than take energy, which you've brought up uh, as well in this. It's like, I didn't realize that food was actually taking energy from me. I didn't realize that some of the stuff I was consuming was actually making me tired and lethargic. And because and, there's, you know, you don't learn that in high school. You don't learn that in college. You don't, that's a self. You don't really learn that anywhere. I mean, like for any formal. Yeah, you know, exactly. Learning, I suppose nutrition. Yeah. 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 And you, you, you lead me to, to some a good point on it's, it's so again, it's what you try to not allow in, but it's also what you allow right. in and there too. You're talking about you know, two to three weeks is, is, is pretty magic time for these mm -hmm. sorts of things, you mm -hmm. know. So if you want to do the cut out, you mm -hmm. know, aspect to, to see, also give yourself two to three weeks on trying new things. Right. I mean, on, on the flip side, that you believe, that you've heard, that you think, 
could potentially be good for you. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to some of my earlier work, which is experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, new experiences. I mean, they've shown that that new experiences are one of the core fundamentals to a long life well lived. Right. So it actually extends your life Mm -hmm. when you consistently engage in in new experiences Mm -hmm. um, and novel, you know, novel experiences, you know, and a lot of people get caught in ruts. They get caught in ruts with their diet. They certainly get caught in ruts since we're talking about it in, in the products that they use, you know, their cosmetics and personal care products and the home products. And a lot of people just get caught in these same old, same old things. Right. I've been, I'm doing, you know, if you question like I'm doing it because I've always done it. Right. I'm eating that because I've always eaten that. Right. I'm watching that because I've always watched, watched that. Yeah. I wish I could grab, you know, you know, all the people that, that are addicted to, you know, um, the, the major media, the CNN and the Fox News and sit them in front of your your show here. Right. True. Right. You know, not necessarily with me on it, but right. some, you yeah, know, yeah, some yeah. of the best guests of all. And, and, and you know, I think that that would be a refreshing experience for many of them because they they're just not aware of these alternatives that um, can indeed be, you know, far more nourishing for their being. Mm-hmm. And, and it's these things. So try new foods that you've heard are good for yeah, you. Yeah, right. You know, try new experiences. I, you know, anybody right now, you know, paying attention to this, what have you always wondered about doing, trying? Right. I don't care if it's hobby, sport, musical, you right. know, instrument. Yep. Um, you know, whatever it may be, some wild and crazy, you know, experience, a, a journey, some whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, and ask yourself, why am I not doing that? You know, right. am I am I downgrading the importance of that? It's super important. Again, you know, we can go to the you got one life, you know, so we can go to that aspect of it as well. Why not fit that in? And you, people are typically surprised when they engage, you know, in these new experiences, even after, you know, a few weeks of doing it. They feel amazing. They feel mm-hmm. better, you know, because it's expanded basically right. mm-hmm. you know, their mind and their being. So it's what you cut out and then what you, you know, you, you bring in, including the new things you try. I challenge people all the time. You know, the cool, it's really kind of cool. It's got its downsides, but it's cool that we can go, most of us today here in the United States, mm-hmm. at least, and a lot of the Western world, we can go into their grocery store, yeah. some of these larger ones, and there are so many cool, you know, vegetables and fruits. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I make a point, um, I'm lucky that I have this very cool uh, market where they've got hundreds of varieties of things there, you know, so, uh, you know, but, but others still, there's yeah. dozens yeah. that you haven't tried, you know, try, what is that weird looking fruit, you know, try that thing just to see, see it, right. make it fun. Yep. It's fun. You might end up liking it. I discovered my favorite fruit in the last year kumquats i've heard of that i don't think i've had one <laughs> yeah and i i didn't even know i mean I, i'm in this field and in this world and <laughs> right i'm like wow i never even you know could have, if you asked me before and i didn't see it sitting there in a grocery store i couldn't even have told you what it looked uh, like you know right and that that's a kumquat they look like tiny baby oranges oh like, okay. well, of course i'm gonna try it that's my you know that's my try of the week and i right. grabbed a bunch and man i fell in love with these things if you like you know, a little sweet tartness, yeah, yeah. like it's like orange, you know, right. squeezed out to the intense max. I'm like, man, these things are amazing. I eat them all the time now. <laughs> you know, so it's like you won't you, you won't yeah. know this unless you Go get try into these stuff. different things. And it goes for movies as well and other, you know, there's great media out there. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's not just online. I mean, we, you know, this is where it's burgeoning for sure. But there's a lot of cool shows and mm-hmm. movies and stuff. It's just like people, you know, they, 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 they wander away to you know whatever whatever's getting the most attention or the most you know uh, push behind it and they're not paying attention in those areas which is why i love you know what you do again i mean and and i i truly i mean for more reasons than just being polite i wish you amazing success because you're putting real good out there in the world and that's an important thing for people you know this is something good to consume in other words something you want to have inside of you right and that's and that's really a huge part of what we do is just how do we bring you know how do we bring people that are you know able to help us educate ourselves on different parts of life that are good that are happy that are joyful that are that that make us think that make us grow that make us want to be more purposeful i mean one of the things that that we've um, that I've been focused on or that we've been focused on is really a lot of people feel like they don't have a sense of purpose or that they don't know what their purpose is. And then of course that's going to lead to not feeling happy, not feeling motivated. Right. And so really we've, we've talked about purpose a lot on the show. It's just, 
it's it's not always this big grand um you know you you don't have to go these you you don't have to sell all your stuff and give it to charity and go on some you know year-long sabbatical thing right (laughs) it's it's more of what to your point what feels good you know really feels good at a foundational level right not just in the moment not just pleasure but what actually feels important to you and then just start doing more of that and it may be opening doors for people it may be volunteer it may be volunteering but it may just be spending more time with your kids i know during that was a blessing during covid for me is just spending oh, more yeah. time with my children i mean mm-hmm. that that alone was worth you know the all of the rest of it for me because it was just like wow i'm so much closer to my kids than than i was before covid just because it it just changed what i valued um, even though I valued my kids before when I actually spent more and more time with them. Now I'm, I'm going to drop my boy off to school this morning. And I'm just like, I wish I could just come to school with you today. <laughs> right? Wow. You know, it's, it. it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like I, I give him a hug and he gives me, we give hugs back and forth. And I'm just like, I'm going to miss you today. I mean, yeah, so, so there's, there's, so that, that shifted that. So I think it's doing the things that feel good and then learning about and exposing yourself to things that, uh, you know, that are, better that you know that are better for you or that potentially are better for you to your point you didn't even know what a kumquat was there's and that's a that you know you have just hearing you tell the story that was an adventure in and of itself right it wasn't a, like you mini adventure right you what? didn't right you didn't go to fiji you didn't you know yeah. go to india you didn't go to china or where i mean you that was just something you went to your local market and you were like wow what is this and it could have been horrible or it was great and you, you, that's part of life too right the experiment yeah. and i think we do get stuck in those ruts i know i find myself in there and i'm i'm cha- i'm trying to always challenge myself it's like how do i get outside my box because that's the only way i'm going to really you know it's like it's to me like when I'm in my box too much, the experience of life starts to be dull. It mm-hmm. starts to dull down. And then I know when I get outside my box, it's like, oh, wow, I have hope and I have, you know, joy and I have optimism for what the future can bring. So it's important that we physically and mentally surround ourselves with people, I think, that are always challenging us to do that. Right. In a, in a very yeah, positive well way. Well yeah. said. I mean, you know, you talk about finding a sense of purpose or feeling a sense of joy, accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It's instrumental what we're talking about here to, to, you have to step out of the box. If you keep doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're going to keep getting what you got. Yeah, right, exactly. Period. Yep. I mean, that's just it. And I do, and I've worked with, you know, a lot of, not just young people. I mean, there's people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, even, uh-huh. you know, beyond who are still trying to find a new or a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when I start, I've done a lot of one-on-one Mm-hmm. Coaching, know, um, coaching in the past. You know, these days, no, but uh, I did, and and people, I do hear that all the time. The sense of purpose or the feeling of, uh, you know, they feel like a a dangerous boredom almost is what I've called it. You know, the mm-hmm. same old, same old. I'm like, all right, let's break down your life. Who are you hanging out with? And it turns out it's the same people. Right. What are you watching on TV? It turns out it's the same shows. shows right. What are you eating? Turned out it's the same, same food. Same, 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 and yet you're expecting to find different? Right. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? You have to bust out of that mold. Mm-hmm. you got to figure out, and not necessarily that all the people are bad that you're hanging out with. That's not the statement. There are some toxic people we've heard. You know, mm-hmm. you want to pay attention to that too. But uh, the point is you have to venture out mm-hmm. into the new if you want to find your sense of purpose, if you want to find your happiness, if you want to be healthy. You just con- you know, constantly have to do so. And it's not always easy because it's – you know, um, comfort is really, you know, discomfort, but it's easy to get sucked into that so-called thing called comfort, your pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy to get sucked down into that couch. Right. I mean, you know, which is a perfect metaphor for it all, you know, just getting swallowed into that hole in the couch. Then you complain, nothing, you know, life sucks. Nothing. Well, of course it does. You're sitting there. And that's a metaphor for these larger, you know, uh, walls that we don't step out of and we need to if we want to find our sense of purpose. You'll find if you're looking for a career, I don't care if you're 20 or 70, you're looking for a career and you don't know what to do, go try different things. Yep. Volunteer at different places. You might hate some of them, but you're going to find one you love. You're going to find, oh my God, I didn't even know I enjoyed, I don't know, putting you know little plants in the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, there's uh, you know, a career opportunity for you. You're not going to know those things. You're not going to know you like kumquats unless right, you go exactly. to the going to say. You don't, like what what, you don't know what your kumquat is unless you get out <laughs> and try some, right? We got a new phrase out of I love it. I love it. That's Yeah. In fact, that should be our new tagline. Try, make sure you go out and find your 
kumquat. <laughs> right? The thing. Find your kumquat. I, I did hear a quote, and I'm, I don't remember where I heard. I, I don't know who to give credit to, so I apologize. I'll have to look it up. But it said the enemy of a great life is a good life. Ah, wonderful. Right? Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of what we're talking about. It's like, you know, if, if we settle for what we, if we want more, but we settle for what we're, we've always done, we're always going to get what we always got, right? That's just the way that, that it works. And so hopefully this show today has helped, um, it's helped me, hopefully it's helped our listeners think about, challenge ourselves in at least little ways today to do something different, right? I mean, just do something different, experiment go to the grocery store, look at, buy something you've never bought before. Just, just those little baby steps. Let's, you know, kind of re-energize or, or start to, it's one step at a time. It's not these giant leaps. A lot of times people think, oh, I've got to take this huge. No, just take one step and then build on that, right? And build on that and build on that. So gosh, I loved having you on the show today. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I already expressed my love for you and what you're doing. So, yeah, and and I really feel that. And before we uh, before we sign off here, the 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 art of anti-aging dot com is kind of you have products there. You have it looks like a lot of blogs there about health and wellness and no no product. I mean, you know, I I'm yeah, I have other organizations too, but we'll we'll definitely center on that because I guess there is. So every year I put on a big summit. Yeah, Um, uh it's an online summit and. Um, where I pull together, usually in the range of 21, you know, really um, renowned doctors and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as well as researchers, mm-hmm. uh, typically in health and wellness space, mm-hmm. obviously, um, you know, in some of the mind and motion work too, and uh, uh, pull this big event together. So it's a seven day event where mm-hmm. it's free. Mm-hmm. PBS style, I call it, meaning it's free if you want to sit there, you know, right, and, right, and right, there's right. three interviews per day for seven days in a row, or, right. yeah, yeah. Um, but people can purchase the, you know, the package, the right. whole package they so choose, and it yep. comes with all kinds of goodies associated with it, very PBS style, I guess. Uh-huh. So there, I guess there's technically a product there, but other than that, there's information that's free there. Gotcha. I totally recommend everyone check out, you know, yes. the blog, and uh, yeah, it's, I'm honored, I'm touched, I am honestly humbled, I mean, you know, we've gotten a following of over 700,000 wow. there now. And and simply it's because of putting out, you know, like I said, um, just what I perceive as the truth, you know, research based on, listen, you, you know, that time of life for my peers out there who are in their 50s or 40s or 60s yes. or 70s, you know, this this ought to be, you know, the best time of life. Yes. It really ought to be. And that's good news if you're younger and listening right now. You do have a lot to look forward right, to. It definitely. even gets better. It gets better and better. You're going to have experiences and stumbles and things, but, uh, you know, it ought to be the best time of your life. And that's ultimately, whether it's health-focused, emotional health-focused, that's what it's all about over there. It's just a lot of insight and research supporting that, whether it's food, emotions, or what have you. So, yeah, theartofantiaging.com. Love it. Brian, thank you for coming on the show today. We sure appreciate your time and all your passion and energy. And definitely go check out uh, that blog and all the information there. I was reading that this morning, and I love Love what you're doing there and the education that you're putting out. So thank you so much. All right. Find your kumquat. (laughs) Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.